Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Alright, so this is the Flogcast for round one. The membership microwave of Starburns is here and I'm joined by the employee of AFL Photos from the Elizabeth Street 7-Eleven, Dan. Right, push on. Keep going. <laughs> Proud ex-player sponsor of James H from Collingwood Morgan Ashley. Proud sponsor of Matt Sharonberg. That's a kiss of death, isn't it? I don't know. Couldn't be worse than these seasons have been so far. You could just you just save yourself the trouble and just sponsor the hospital that does his knee surgeries. <laughs> does it? Does he have a dog? No. We also just heard the voice of Hawthorne's seven point five percent penal. Well, it's better to be seven point five percent than forty eight percent, I guess. <laughs> and from St Kilda, we have the beer waster cookie. Did Deja average seven point five appeals and over? <laughs> Goo or tears to begin us off. It's been three weeks, so there's probably something out there even for Dan. I have tears. I have absolute tears. And this is not football related, and I don't care. Do you remember me complaining about the touch screens at the Woolies and the Coles? Yeah. How I, I used to touch them, and I'd get it like a jolt. Well, it seems like every time. I go to a shopping centre. Everywhere I go, I get I get jolted by like the railings of the. Stop shuffling your feet. Is that is that what it is? It's yeah, stop to walk. Yeah. Like, even babies know how to walk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just wear dishwashing gloves or something and I won't get jolted. Well, you, yeah, know, you could like do that, but then you'd look weird. Yeah, I would, but oh well, I'm, I keep getting jolted and it's like, it keeps yeah, surprising yeah, He's obviously looking weird walking around having seizures every time he touches <laughs> I am, I am. It's embarrassing. I, I keep, like, jumping and it's like, you know, you get people next to me going, what's wrong with you? I don't want to sit next to you on the bus. No, you, you wouldn't because you'll get, you'll get, you'll, I'll Pikachu you. I mean, you'll, you'll get, you'll get electrocuted. <laughs> Oh, and there's one other thing that's been bugging me lately. Have you, do you ever see people walking around with umbrellas during the day when it's not raining, but they're just trying to get some shade? Yeah. Yes. Why don't you just wear a hat and put sun, <laughs> sunscreen on? The umbrella's for rain, not to keep you from getting sunburned. People doing it when it's like in the low 20s, it's not even hot. I mean, you're not a vampire, just put on a hat. Just stop carrying around umbrellas. Just stop it, all right? If it was 7.5 degrees hotter, I'd understand, but come on. I clearly don't notice it as much as you do or don't see think it's everywhere. like plague proportions <laughs> but yeah it's a little bit well, it's a little see, bit okay, well, I'm exaggerating. I don't see it everywhere but I do occasionally see it and it just kind of bug, like you look stupid like what are they doing to bother you so they're much? not doing anything to I'm just seeing it from afar and it just sort of bugs me it's like it's not raining why are you using an umbrella it's their loss Dan like they'll overuse their umbrella and then it'll leak I know that thing like <laughs> fade in the sun I don't know like <laughs> well serves them right I hope their umbrella breaks on a really hot wet day and then they get both wet and sunburnt <laughs> but no Dan this is goo tears and we've been moving in this direction in the last few years you can have any goo tears you want if that's what it is it's tears it's absolute tears and if I had legitimate tears right now the, the electricity would be a lot worse who wants to go next? Goo for Glenn Maxwell, smashed a century, shat on Mitch Marsh, then trolled Virat, I'm a massive cunt curly. Good effort for him. Yep, agreed. About time he was picked, and, you know, if he'd played in the last test, uh, maybe we wouldn't have lost and the series would be over right now, but hopefully this is the beginning of him locking down a spot on the test side instead of Mitch Marsh. Nothing more on that, Cookie? Well, oh, it was quite sad seeing Coley go off, oh. clapping like a fucking sealed and seeing him go out cheaply was also quite hilarious but not 
that Indian team, I don't, they've managed to find two of the biggest cunts out of a country of one billion people. Such an effort needs to be respected, but no, they I, can go no, for No, my respect for Coley is just growing by the day. I mean, he's managing to live in the heads of 20 million Australians rent-free. I wish I could achieve those sorts of trolling numbers. Whatever he does, if he plays well, if he plays badly, if he does stupid shit in the field, he just works everyone up into a into a foam about it it's it's masterful yeah, trolling. and 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 if we win or draw the last test he's gonna look mighty fucking stupid um, he'll still well, grab a stump though you oh yeah he will he will still grab a stump yep i have a uh, strong suspicion he will be having the last laugh his name because is not heretier he, he is a bit of a prince though let's, <laughs> let's face it isn't he a richmond supporter too i, I wouldn't yeah, think he'd I, care I, i've heard that as well myself yeah, I've seen I've seen something on a north board with him wearing a, a Richmond jumper. No, that's Dravid, you racist. <laughs> no, 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 it's, uh, it's Collie. I'll continue with the the cricket angle, and I'll have some tears. And this is uh, this will be tears for everybody not named uh, Basil Zemplis. I assume Basil will be very happy because we've finally managed to find a commentator worse than Basil, <laughs> and that's Matthew that Hayden. Oh, good God! <laughs> Matthew Hayden's commentary is. The absolute worst. I mean, not even Basil talks about himself in the third person. Was watching this morning, and you've got Matthew Hayden talking about Renshaw, and he's describing Renshaw as being like a, long, a young Matthew Hayden, and he's got all the quantities of Matthew Hayden. And Matthew Hayden scored 30 tests. Matthew Hayden met this, and he's talking about himself in the third person the whole time while doing it. And it's just like, give your fucking head a shake. See, I hadn't even heard that bit, and I was already thinking that, because he came back after lunch in the first or second test and spent the first five minutes of the session talking about how, how much he ate, which was fucking... Oh, that was that would, That'd be enough to make Stephen Motlop go, you serious? And then there was the analogy about how batting is like driving, which... Once again, took about five minutes, and then there was yesterday. He was talking the... about the surfing. Yes, like who gives a fuck about the surfing on the Gold Coast? That's because you're a Queenslander. And then the other one was his fantastic maths work yesterday. When he was talking about how many crouches Matthew Wade had done, how he was nearing the two thousand mark because they'd been out there for two hundred overs, which I think most people know how many balls there are in overs. So if you do the maths, two hundred overs, it's a little bit short of two thousand crouches, but. Oh, there's also was one time when I think a little girl was having an ice cream and he used to word moist so many times. <laughs> Talk about moist tongue, I'm like, what the fuck, mate? Don't say that. Well, he does thump the Bible, so... He's he's relatively new to the commentary scene, isn't he? You've got to give him a chance. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> the thing is, like, Michael Clark has turned into an absolute idiot in the commentary box, but at least he has the excuse of, like, being surrounded by the Channel 9 commentary team on a day basis Hayden has no such excuse it's just pure unadulterated shit from him he's on a far better standard of broadcast over in India with who they've got and the fact that all the other Australian commentators over there aren't being cockheads like they would be on nine and yet he's he stands out so badly it's ridiculous he must be so bad if, if you guys are saying he's worse than Basil Zemplis uh, well that's what Penal said I, I'm not going there but he's pretty oh, I, I am 100% he's the worst cricket commentator but Basil's Basil's for me still the worst of the worst of the worst can't, I can't go full tears with you there Penal Cookie what do you reckon uh, he's just Basil's just a bit shitter but Hados if he 
Depends on the fourth test. Basil could improve. Basil ruins more sports yeah, too. Hayden, Hayden has scope to improve. He'll he'll correct the mistakes. Whereas Basil's impulse has just been deplorable for too many years, and shouldn't be commentary commentating on anything. He no. needs to have his vocal cords ripped out and kicked in the head. Actually, Penal, you leave him first. You know, is he as ridiculous doing the sport on the news as he is doing his fucking footy central shit? Oh, he's he's. Is he that humorless, like but trying still, to be funny? He's still punchable, but he's not Even suicide inducing on the news. Suicide inducing. Oh god. Well, when he does the news. You think this guy's a real cunt, and I want to whack him, but <laughs> he's he's not that bad that he makes you want to go get the shotgun out of the shed. So on the news, you want to hurt him, but when he's commentating the football, you want to hurt yourself. Pretty much, yeah. That's <laughs> who hasn't gone myself and Morgs. Is that it? Yeah, I've got goo for Peter McKenna. Um, I went to the Collingwood season launch last week. And Peter McKenna offered to take my photo with Mason Cox. And I said, no, it's okay, I can take it, but will you will you get in it with, with us? And he did. And he was a lovely man and he introduced himself. He said, hi, I'm Peter. I know. Get in the photo. I hope you didn't try and steal his goal-kicking trophy whilst you were there. No, I didn't try and steal any of his trophies. I didn't steal it on... No, no, I didn't. Surprised you went fan, considering the last time you went to a Collingwood function. Because she didn't do what she went there to do, Dan. That's why she's still allowed there. Well, didn't they, they call the cops on her? No, they they called the renter cops on her. And really, it's not a Collingwood oh. function if the cops don't get called on you. Really, surely. Is there anything more to your goo morgs? Oh, just had a good time. Really enjoyed it. Mason Cox and Matt Scharenberg sat on our table, and I it was you were gonna say you sat on your lap. Okay. No, that would. Be very weird, um, but no, it was great. Would it? Mason Cox couldn't really sit on anyone's lap. No, he's no. ginormously tall. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a tall person as it is, and I was wearing heels, and he, I was not even at his shoulders, not even close. Can we get uh, a photo with Mason Cox and Jose? Can we get that to happen? <laughs> I say no. I say Mason Cox with Jose and Starburn standing on Jose's shoulders. Still wouldn't be as tall. If you got Mason Cox and Jose, you could. Probably shoot the Hobbit films. No, you could do a remake of that Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Uh, twins? With, yeah, twins. twins with Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'll go next with Goo Tears. I've got Goo. Well, Goo, you're last. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at this guy. Always got to go last. Well, since you're giving me crap for having to do this, I will go with Goo for myself. Now, oh, it didn't make last episode's cut because it wasn't all that funny, but there was a lot of discussion about the boundary throw-in rule where I said, how ridiculous is it that there's a free kick if it hits a player that's not the ruckman before it hits the ground? I'm pretty sure it was Dan, with a little bit of support, said, that's ridiculous, that will never happen. Now, do you know how many times that happened across the first few weeks of the season, pre-season, Dan? Um, it happened a few times. It, it did happen a few times. Yeah, yeah. the rules so have been taken. Starburns was right. Oh, shut up. It's not a thing. It is definitely a thing now because it was a ridiculous rule and surely someone... So you're, you're changing the rules of the game now, are you? Yeah, well... Well, while you're at it, can you change a few other things for me? Sure, what do you want? I, I want the food at the stadium to be cheaper. Mm-hmm. I want... I want. Um... You want people to stop putting up their umbrellas on sunny days? <laughs> yes, that too. Might as well stop flags for right now. Yeah. Get rid of... Replacement buses, just have the trains run all the time. Yes, please. 
Oh, there's going to be more of that shit this year too. <laughs> Fuck. Because all the train at stations least, are getting upgraded. At least you know on Cookie's line, he's he's going to be replacement buses for five years or something that like sucks. that. Yeah, with the Skyrail. I think this discussion of trains and buses, though, is detracting from the fact that Starburns was right. Now, let's go to, since we were talking about the JLT and the awful, um, we'll go back to those. We'll begin with the JLT. Is there anything on the JLT at all that we can discuss? No. Carlton was shitting it. Yeah. Did anyone pick Carlton for the spoon? Because that's a pretty good bet right now. I picked them for the riser, and uh, I can tell you that I've got uh, no confidence in that bet (laughs) whatsoever at the moment. We finished on top of the pre-season ladder. Yay. Another another trophy you don't want. (laughs) Let's get Grant Thomas back to accept it. But did you finish on top of the off-season ladder? No. It's Essendon and Frio tied. One thing I'm really hoping happens next year is surely it's time to get rid of the fucking super goals. They, it used to be the only thing after it changed from a competition that made it worthwhile was that you got a thousand bucks if you kicked one for your junior club, and now they don't even do that. So what's the fucking point of them? Um... Dwayne likes to whack off them. <laughs> <laughs> like, if someone was at 49 metres and kicks it, he couldn't give a fuck. But the, if they're at 59, <laughs> he will jizz all over the shop. Instead of making it nine points, why don't you make it 50 points? Seven and a half points. Why don't you just make it the first team to kick a super goal win? It's like the golden snitch in Quidditch game over. You end the game with a super goal. Just make sure you're in front or within eight points before you do. The game's either going to be finished in 30 seconds or it's going to take four hours to do. Oh, if you've got a team of, like, shit-kicking midgets, it will. But if you've got, like, Lyndon Dunn and shit. Matt Matt Suckling kicked four in a game. Actually, that's one thing I did notice about the JLT. There were some massive fucking blowouts and comebacks. Like, dogs reeling in the Gold Coast, Geelong reeling in Essendon. I don't think that'll translate to the season, but it would be funny if we saw quite a few chokes this year, you know, North style. Um, Yeah, because the big footy forum needs more people joining, that's for sure. Why so bad, Dan? Oh, I just don't know why we wasted, like, 15 minutes on North Chokes. (laughs) Now we have to give it some context, Dan. Yes, we, we do. We'll give it some context. Dan was a bit annoyed about North Chokes because we'll discuss origin stories whilst we're here. And, Penal, why do you join Bigfooty? Well, I, I joined Bigfooty because back in uh, back in 2012 when Primus was still coach of Port, there was this one game where I think North were about six goals up and they, b- b- before the big choke spree of 2013, they actually started their their choking habits in 2012 against Port and they were about six goals up and managed to lose and someone someone sent me a link to the, the Bigfooty North board and I just uh, amused myself with some of the melts on there and I lurked on uh, Bigfooty for a couple of months before eventually signing up. I remember amongst those chokes there was a post from Jailbird Teffy giving everyone the number of the club and telling him to ring up and abuse whoever the poor person working in the front office was on the Monday morning. It's been on so many accounts it'd be hard to find, but he was posted. That was my all-time favourite Teffy melt. Like, it might have been that one. game as well. Because I know. obviously in, in 2013 when all the chokes, the, the big chokes started happening, it was already uh, gone by that point. That's true. Because yeah, that was the first year of the saga. Yeah, so origin story. Since we're here, we'll all go through it. Dan's joined nearly seven and a half years ago now, is it? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> what caused you to join? Well, I wasn't jumping up and down in the in the misery of someone else's choke, that's for sure. Um, well, ne- neither was I. It took me a good four months of lurking before I actually signed up. 
Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. There's no there's no specific reason why I joined. I just I don't know. I might have googled North Melbourne or something, and maybe the big footy forum just popped up. I don't know. Oh, that's right, because you guys don't have your own forum. <laughs> well, there's that too. Yeah, all no, that's why there's so many forums. North Melbourne people. Yeah. Oh, there's that, but that's why we have so many North Melbourne people on there because there's no North Melbourne soul forum. So we've got all the good posters, all the shit posters, all the prison posters. <laughs> once still serving. Um, then you got the the pedophile ones, and then you got the ones that Morgan Ashley dates. So we've got a, a wide range of North Melbourne types. I periodically worked occasionally, like everyone came to Bigfoot. Yeah, why did you join? Everybody, everybody came to see the injunctions. Everybody came to see the schoolgirl stuff. Everybody came to know who the you know the band players were when there was strike. But you know, so I knew about it. But it was only after one, just one too many round one losses to Carlton, and I joined up just to rage, like just to fi- just to find somewhere to vent. And I don't think I even did, but I wanted to. Do you remember what your first post was? <laughs> no, I don't actually. Um, it didn't take me long to find the bay, though. But yeah, I think I joined because I wanted to get, I wanted to rage after another Carlton loss. But but I do think that ninety percent of Richmond supporters on Big Footy sign up to rage. We, like that's, that's a trigger yeah. for them. We we get memberships just to uh, microwave them. Like you, you, you got a lot of talkback types on on. Oh on yeah. Forum. It's, like it's Mario, full of Mario, Mario from Doncaster. <laughs> I well, it was when St Kilda was good and all that shit. I was posting oh, on Day. No, this is, oh. shut up. This is, this is like 0908, I was on Sensational, and that was full of uh, people who were not sane and all there. <laughs> Goo chuggers, umpire mounts, you know, do you just think it was It's a forum full of players, dear God, no wonder you didn't want to be there. <laughs> then, like, found Big Footy. What, Big one plug is enough. <laughs> Then I found Big Footy. Big Footy seems normal. I joined in like June 2011. Didn't post for like 18 months. But then I think it was the North like jerks that made me start posting. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> then yeah, like, when people from there... need a good North choke to to come out of their out of their shell. And it's like oh, I, f- I feel good about myself now. Brings Big <laughs> Footy together like. A bad Richmond loss, like doesn't have to be a choke, just a loss, like a Gold Coast style loss or elimination final loss, or a Carlton implosion of some description, or just something like that, or a good old fashioned North choke. Those are three things that almost bring Big Footy together. Everybody else, <laughs> this is carnage. It's just the team board statistics go through the roof. Like it literally, like Chief used to occasionally post the numbers. And you could you could tell when someone's had a bad month. <laughs> Their board viewing stats were through the roof. That just leaves morgues. I joined in 2013, right in the middle of the North Church. <laughs> Thought I might have to scoop myself up a, a a broken North supporter. <laughs> NL joined in uh, 2013 as well, didn't he? Must have been the uh, the chokes. Why, why did you join in now? Oh, I think I just googled something. It popped up after a loss. <laughs> No, it was in the off-season. After you were reflecting on how well you would have done in the finals <laughs> if you hadn't made all those chokes. <laughs> yeah, what a great segment. That was fantastic. Let's do this again. I, I thought it was pretty amusing. That my... it, it was eye-opening and informative. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. North Chokes brings people together. Mm. What can I say? You are everyone's grand final. We can say that. Well... My relationship started after the North choke against Collingwood for the MCG. 
Wait, oh, which track was that? That really brought us together. <laughs> in you mean when you when you when you nearly choked that little kid with a flag? No, that was that was in 2016. In 2015, we came from like eight goals down at halftime. Oh to yes, I remember that one. Oh yeah. God. <laughs> I remember, I, I, I remember that game now. Wasn't that Greenwood's first game for Collingwood? Yeah. And that's how I knew. I knew that NL was the one for me after that. Because he didn't hate me, even though I was throwing that was just said nor for shit. Let's go to the awful. I've stopped watching the awful. I've, I've lost hope. I've... I had hope. <laughs> I lost it. I just... Have you got no hope? No more? No hope? No more hope. I've given up hope. Can I just actually go back to since we're on the awful, back to a comment from Morg's last episode about how many goals has Darcy Vessio kicked since that first game. Yeah, like heaps. I've already looked. Yeah. <laughs> she, won the, she won the Coleman equivalent. No, no. 14 goals and twice as many as Mohope. Yeah, 14. She kicked four in one game. So she only kicked 10 more. Yeah, which is still more than Hope kicked in the rest of the games. She averaged two a game. She had one. She she'll had one breakout. Game. She'll be getting that's, an operation that, next that's week. That's pretty solid, her. considering like the average score was like yeah. twenty five to twenty. Two two, so two goals like a game when team, average in when, the yeah, when, it was like a half of all the goals that were kicked. Yeah, per so game. Can we say that Darcy Vericio was like did the equivalent of twenty and three? We well, could say that, but her name's Darcy Vessio. Oh whatever. Maybe the superior sixteen and six equivalent. Maybe yeah, more that, impact. That's fair. Mm. That. Also, I did laugh that Frio got. Smashed in the last round. That was funny. Disappointing they didn't get landed with the spoon, though. Did they win a game? Yeah, they did. Everybody won one. Um, the dogs were on the bottom before the last game. Oh, dogs. Fuck but, nah, they won the last game against the Giants and left GWS on the bottom. The Giants. Yeah. Oh, equal with Frio, though, I think. Oh, those spastic fucking Lions couldn't have fucking won. Beaten Carlton, so he could have not finished below. It was it was a reasonably even competition though. When you like, I didn't really watch many games because the JLT and the cricket's been enthralled and all that. But you know, when you look at the scores and the ladder, it actually seemed to get better and the competition reasonably even. Like I think six points was the wooden spoon, and apart from Brisbane, who undefeated, everybody else was within pretty close proximity. Like if Collingwood had a one in the last game by, they wouldn't have made oh, the final. If Melbourne hadn't a one and we won by forty nine points, we would have made the grand final. Exactly. We only lost to Brisbane by less than a goal. So if we had a win in that game, nothing could happen. But good, it was a good competition. I liked it. It was evenly spread. It wasn't. It looked like early days in that first week when teams were winning quite comfortably. That it was like, oh, there's going to be some good teams and some bad teams. But that evened out pretty quickly. Apart from Brisbane, who. Once again, probably beat their men's team. Anything else on the awful? I met two of the Collingwood players at the season launch, and they were lovely. I really hope that we can keep our like our core of our side together, because I'm not sure how it's going to work. Or Everyone's I think on they one... need 20 players, or they have. I don't know if they have to or they can, but that's a lot of players to have to get rid of. When considering the men only have to turn over like. Four, isn't it? Four or six. So what do you have to do? 20 player turnover. You can keep 20 and there's like 27 plus a few more. So you have to get rid of at least seven. That's a lot. Mm, I get. I guess that's to, in the early days, I guess, rotate the talent pool around. Pe- clubs will probably just keep taking some of their own players at that point. If you're talking the seventh, you know what I mean? The bottom seven on the list, they'll yeah. probably go back to their own. It's really strange rule, but maybe it's to, I guess, try and, factor out any inequalities in the thing like because there's no way Phillips will be playing outside the cap next year they can't do that at the Crows so one of the marquee players <clears throat> Mo Hope is probably gonna get a pay cut get a spot cut 
<laughs> not biting the fucking. Um, what was the most she kicked in a game? I think she year? kicked two in she, a game. Oh, and she did a Jack Watson went and intercepted for the win. I think that you'll find that she has surgery in the next two weeks. Oh, no, Nate. Oh, I don't want to hear excuses. Jeez. I'm not giving you excuses. I was just telling, starting a fact, you kid. That sounds like excuses to me. It sounds so, like excuses. We don't we don't need to get sensitive. Come on. I don't need to talk to any of you dickheads who don't even have a team. Go away. None of you dickheads have a team. None of us have a team. No, none of you have an awful team. Mo well, Hope well, is just I have a an awful team. woman's Virat Kohli. You have an awful team, but it's the men's team. Uh, my awful team is whoever wins the grand final. I hope it's Brisbane, because those Adelaide bitches get fucked. Oi, what, what's, what's going on? What's wrong about Perkins? What's wrong yeah, with yeah, yeah, Perkins was your hero the other week. No, they tried yeah. to go to the Biff. Oh. One of them punched Alicia. That's what funny. if I punched so Alicia Eva in the stomach for no reason? I was like, now oh, fuck you guys. Oh, yeah, I bet she had a reason. No, Alicia Eva kicked a goal and she just went up and punched her. Why did she pull her hair? If it had been in the men, she would have got a week. That's, that's, I'm glad you said that. There is one thing that's bothering me about the awful. And oh, I've really? There's going be a lot of things. No, it's just mainly Mona Hope because she's no good. <laughs> but there is one thing that's been bothering me. I see a lot of the, the girls trying to bump and niggle like the men do. Like they're trying to look like the AFL when really when women want to do shit to each other they just slap and pull each other's hair I mean why don't they just do that in the game get a handbag fight you say Geelong style no I'm not not to no. that extent when, why do you ever why... see women bumping each other and niggling each other the way the AFL players do just why don't we dispense with I don't with see all these... men bumping each other into like hip and shoulder each other on the street either dickhead yeah I know that, but they've been doing that for a hundred years oh well no. you're a dick I've never Let's... seen it for Let's oh. just dispense with all these pleasantries and just get straight into the uh, chocolate wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we should just have a pool right in the middle of the overpool. <laughs> <laughs> the umpire sees two women fighting. It's like he blows his whistle and he points straight to the pool. <laughs> that could replace the ruck contest. <laughs> <laughs> no need to bounce the ball, eh? Save the umpire's backs. Oh, I, I tell you, you, there will be there will be balls bouncing at that uh, at that ground, but it won't be uh, the football. Even on the AFL website, there is a video of this girl punching Alicia Eva. They've posted it says AFLW Cox punches Perky Pie. If one of the men's players punched another player and the AFL highlighted it like that, it would be reviewed. Barry Hall didn't. He didn't do get suspended. Do you get into any biffo when you play netball? Well, it's, it's not supposed to be a contact sport. Nah, but there's tension and there's rivalry and there's competitiveness. Yeah, there, there can be a bit of aggression, yes. So do you, do you guys bump each other or, or yeah. slap and pull each other's hair instead? No, I've never slapped anybody. <laughs> That's what chicks do when they fight, though. Have you ever seen? <laughs> if I ever got into a fight, there wouldn't be any slapping or hair. Dan, pull. I think hair pulling is like the female equivalent, fight equivalent of kicking someone in the nut. I, I don't think you'd no, do it unless you're cheap. It, that's, if you watch any chick fight on YouTube, they're always pulling each other's <laughs> hair. And she, it's it's it, it's what they instinctively do. Uh, you, you sure you're talking about YouTube or maybe a different kind of tube here? No, this <laughs> is a red tube. Ron. Red tube or you pull. I think we could just move on. I think we can. More slapping and more hair pulling. (laughs) I would hate to see Dan's internet history. We'll stay on the awful. The grand final has been moved. Well, has been moved to Metricon because of the turf issues, because Morg's concert up at the Gabba. (laughs) Watch Brisbane try foul. Hang on. 
Hang on. I've got a conspiracy theory here. Because you know Virgin as sponsors of the Gold Coast Suns. And we all know that Morgs works, works for Virgin. So I think Morgs has shifted this to get a better deal for her company. I think Virgin as sponsors of the AFL. not just And, the, and the Suns. Like, they're, they're, their name's on the back of the jumper. No, that's just on God's, God's jumpers. Just as Virgin's. It's still quite shit knowing that we've got Adelaide concerts. Literally. Adelaide concerts. Like... It's Adele. Are they going to sing with the Hello from, Hello from Adelaide. <laughs> How many people went to her, her show at the Dome? Was it like 60 or 70,000 people? Well, you can't fit Too many. People. Well, she can sing. The thing that I find baffling about this is the whole saga. Like, the, Everybody knows the Gabba staff are really sensitive about their pitches. Like, they'll never get a drop in because they're like stubborn like that so why the fuck would you put a concert if you're going to put a concert on why would you put the fucking stage right on the wicket why would you not move it somewhere else like and if that's such a problem put it at suncorp tear up the bum sniffers turf because they do it anyway well does it really matter if they're going to play it in metricon i mean they're probably going to lose anyway and they'll cry foul over it it's better this way because they're playing at metricon that fucking night so their supporters can go down there instead of go watch them at the gabba and then either fuck off home or not you know what i mean yeah it's not the end of the world so what you're saying is brisbane supporters are being a bunch of whiny sooks yes yes they're 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 well, doing... well colour me surprised. They've seen how Sydney have done it, and now they're, now they're trying to make it, you know, that's the only way people pay attention to you down here or out west. In the AFL states, the only way you can get anyone to pay attention to you is if you sook, and that's what they're doing. But it's also did cut up Eddie Stadium turf, like, quite bad as well. Oh, well, worse than normal? Yeah, pretty much, so it's quite concerning. Hmm. Yeah, the, the AFL, at least, in that situation, don't have a turf wicket to be concerned. Like, the whole thing about this is that the ground staff are concerned about what it's going to be like to relay the pitches for the Ashes. Like, it's less so about the rest of the ground, because you can always just chuck more turf down. It's more about the, the wickets and growing that back and making sure you don't get a shitty track for the Ashes. Poms are already sabotaging the Ashes. Yes, that's a good point. Damn Adelaide. Fucking West Horsham destroying it. But I don't know why they booked the gig and... I don't know why the Bryans fans are complaining. Like, if you if you really care that much about your club, you would have been going down the highway to watch them in Metricon because the Suns only have 12,000 members. That's half of their stadium capacity. Go watch both your teams. How, ma- how many people do you think will turn up to Metricon to watch the game? Well, I don't know, but probably about as many as would turn up to the Gabba. And really, if the Brisbane fans are so fair weather that they will only go and watch the team that wins, fuck them. Do people get in for free for this game? Yeah, and I think they have to boot them out again before they let them back in and pay for the Brisbane game. But... Oh, so you could just hide in the toilets? Yeah, grand, the fi- toilets. grand final thread style. Grand final thread style. <laughs> I honestly, I'm of the opinion that they should just charge a low cost for the women's grand final and just not close the gates. Because they're not going yeah. to fill the game for the Q Clash anyway maybe they should just call off the game and just cut the trophy in half just just just, char- just charge a flat fee for both and whenever the fuck you want to turn up just turn up although if you turn up after women's game you pay full price yeah but that's your call because you only yeah. wanted to see that one but you still pay, pay the same amount as someone who wants to watch both good it's a good way to promote the women's and yeah. it's you know, make sh- maximum convenience. Like, yeah, you've got a stadium there that's not being used, and, like, it might piss off the people buying their memberships, but, hey, it, you get a nice crowd in, you get a 25,000-strong Q-Clash, maybe. That seems the logical way to go, especially if the AFL are going to grab some compensation, because it's probably not really awful, but, yeah. It's just awful. Anything else on the grand final? I think Adelaide are going to win, and... I actually think they will, too. The Bryans are front-running all the way, and, you know, too much time complaining, not enough time focusing on the game. 
Who's going to sing the national anthem at that game? Adelaide. <laughs> Speaking of grand finals, I think we're dead set confirmed Twilight Grand Final is coming. What, this year? Yeah, Gillen seems set on it, so it probably will happen. Dan, have you been living, under, said... a ro- have you been living under a rock, Dan? No, I heard about the Twilight Grand Final. I just didn't know whether it was going to be implemented this year or next year. I think we should just play the Grand Finals at 3am uh, on a Tuesday, because if we're, go- <laughs> if we're going to be crapping on tradition, may as well take it the whole way. Just have everyone run out in a tutu. <laughs> like... <laughs> And instead of singing the national anthem before the game, sing fucking the theme song to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oompa Loompa song. Yeah. Why not? I mean, tradition clearly doesn't mean anything anymore. Mike Brady, fuck him off. Get Adelaide back. (laughs) Have her tear up the turf again. Yeah, might make for a more exciting spectacle. It'll really make the mud wrestle in the middle. Dynamite. Or is that only in the awful penny? Uh, It's chocolate. And yes, that is only in the awful. Brought to you by Pornhub.com. If we're going to ruin grand finals, we'd need to go whole hog again. So I think we need to put, just clone Basil and have Basil's and Parlors do everything. Oh, commentary. Australian no. Open style. Introductions. No. no. With, with special comments from Matthew Hayden. <laughs> we're going yeah, to Ma- desecrate the game, Hayden. then fuck it. No, desecrate it in a funny, amusing way. Don't make it insufferable. Jesus. Look, I like the tradition thing, but even I'm moving away from it purely because of the fact that if I was in Perth, I'd be shitty with the grand final starting at 12.30. I'm not. It means I'm still fucking awake by the end of the game. If it starts any later, I'll be fucking out cold at 3pm, which is like quarter time. I mean, on on grand final day last year, I think I was out by the time the, uh, the presentation started. So I see. This is why you got to pace yourself. <laughs> I mean, seven and a half standard drinks. If there's one thing you you should take out of the uh, post 2014 grand final recordings, I'm not very good at pacing myself. No. Okay, well that's that's you, but I still I don't mind it. Like, and there's people who there's people who seem to like really hate the idea of Twilight. Like, they would rather a night they would rather a night grand final than Twilight. There's some people like just reading the main board thread. It, it confuses the hell out of me. Apparently, there's something wrong with the aesthetics of a Twilight grand final. Not just a tradition argument. I don't I don't care. I'm like, I think, way. like, 4.10's a good start. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's, I'd... what, 2.10 in, then, like, Perth? Yeah, I'd say between four and quarter to five, I'd go for. But the thing the thing I really want, though, is a proper televised curtain raiser to go with it, like the old days. If you're going to take some of that tradition away, give us it back and give us a game to watch during the day instead of The, the BFL grand final. Yeah, well, they, they play that there. with attack now they, these days. Like, just, just something, something decent. But I just like the idea of a day grand final. So do I, but I, I guess of all the things to care about on the list of things, personally, I just I like it, but at the same time, I don't care as much. But I think a no- night one's bad. Night's too far, but I could bear twilight. Mud wrestling looks a lot better under lights, trust me. <laughs> Anybody else got any opinions? Mud's been quiet for a while. I just don't think it'll ever affect my team, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. It's not going to affect yours either, don't worry about it. That's true. So anything else on the Twilight Grand Final? Don't like it, put it back. But it hasn't moved yet. Uh, it's it hasn't just... moved yet, you dummy. <laughs> put it back. Don't put care, back. don't care. Chocolate Western. I don't care. I'm... Probably more lean towards the Twilight Grand Final because I'm curious to see what it would look like. Twilight Grand Final would be good. More time for drinking. Yeah, I'm with Dan on that. Like, I used to care and now I don't care so much and I've liked the Twilight prelims we've had in recent years, so it doesn't But if the weather's crap, me. it's horrible. The weather's crap, it's horrible mean? anyway, mate. 
Yeah. But at least it's kind of tolerable if if you've got some vestiges of sunlight creeping through in the, the early afternoon. The game's still going to be shit regardless. If the weather's terrible, it's probably overcast and no sunlight coming through. Yeah, but there's a big difference between overcast at 2pm and overcast at 5pm. Oh, fuck, shut up, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they don't call me the weatherman for nothing. GWS have been stripped of the Riverina zone. Do we have anything on that? Uh, 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 it's about fucking time. Uh, can we, yep. can we uh, forcibly strip them of all their illegitimately gotten players as well? Like, just send them back to the draft? <laughs> How many of them would, would that be? No, I think it's three. Most of those players that actually got through there ended up elsewhere. And by elsewhere, you mean Carlton? <laughs> no, no, no. Some of them were good. Wasn't Steel one of those players, Cookie? Yep. I think Bruce as well. Not even the Riverina ones are at Carlton. Those probably the ones actually out in New South Wales are the ones Carlton took. But yeah, apparently it's only the clubs in Victorian competitions, so it's not all the Riverina, but it's a start. I can just see someone fucking those numbers in the over. I have to go back, though. Nothing else on that? It's probably, like, fair and decent, because Albury is not... No. If you want to try and tell us that this is to get kids to play football and give them a, give them a pathway so that they're interested in football, no one's buying that these kids in Albury and, you know, Wagga and that are only playing football because GWS put them in an academy. That's bullshit. Heartland. It's sauce. Yeah, and they sure as shit don't need them. Speaking of losing things, Geelong lost the tax sponsorship. <laughs> I, I love how everyone wanted to white knight them. You know, don't take it away, don't take it away, you know? So they basically went the good bloke defence for Joel Selwood that they usually reserve for Hodgie. Yeah, what do you expect? There's this many players under the age of blah blah blah. Like, this was not some 18-year-old making a, just a bit of a boo-boo. <laughs> no, this was not Billy Smets. This is the captain of the club doing 30 kilometres over the limit. Morgs, do you feel any sympathy for someone fucking up and losing their TAC sponsorship? No, I absolutely do not, mm. because we lost ours because of fucking Buddy Franklin not moving his own fucking car, <laughs> and Sharon having it. We lost ours because of fucking Nathan Vardy, I think's cousin, Royce, getting drunk, and I think Brad Ottens was the other one. So yeah, everybody else lost their sponsorships, but because it was Joel Selwood, well, we had to pause for thought before TAC fucking, you know, did what they should have. It was even too late in the piece anyway, they should have turfed him straight away. Yeah. Fuck him. Who was going fast, the Mona Hope or Joel Selwood? Selwood. We went through this Selwood. last time by about 7.5%. Yeah, like he was 130 and I think she was about 115. Yeah, hey, I mean, I just don't get what's so important that you have to put the lives of all your fellow road-faring <laughs> patrons at risk. Yeah, exactly. Just, we, just to go. get somewhere like 30 seconds yeah. faster. Selfish. Maybe if, the, maybe if like there's a bomb and you're the only one that can defuse it, then you can justify speeding. She's not Sandra <laughs> you know what? Selwood probably could have gone with the speed argument. He probably would have been more believable than them throwing him the good bloke defence. But hey, at least we know it's not a, it's not only limited to Luke Hodge. Speaking of Luke Hodge, <laughs> the fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't get up out of bed. Won't go to training. Can I just say that I think this oh, is actually a positive for our football club <laughs> because it shows it shows just how strong our football club's culture is that we can have a young new leadership group that effectively stands up to and challenges the old heads to meet certain standards. And when they don't meet those standards, that they'll uh, they'll punish them accordingly for not meeting them. So does this mean your current leadership group? is better than your old one or does this mean that Hawthorne believe that sleeping in is worse than drink driving? Which of the two? It means that our standards and our culture has clearly not deteriorated from when we were winning all those premiers.
premierships. I think it obviously has because at least you were turning up training then. Now you don't even consider that important. No, but the key thing is that the punishment was meted out and it wasn't a case of the old heads at the club. See, what happens, say... So why was the punishment uh, not meted out when he drank drove? Because that was was just a storm in a teacup. That was... That was (laughs) a storm in a teacup. It was a storm in a beer glass. He had to defuse a bomb, okay? (laughs) He had to get drunk to do it, did he? I've just got to point out, your leadership group is still pretty old. Yeah, your leadership group. Your captain's 30. He's not young. Our captain is 30, and let me remind you, he's recently overcome cancer, so... Oh. Oh. I keep pulling that. You can't be doing that. You're a cockhead. If other people were bringing up the cancer word for to have a go at him, they'd be fucking more... I don't understand what there is to get upset about here. Look, it's just a case of a football club with great culture upholding right. its values and beliefs. No, there's a football club where, with a selfish ex-leader who won't mm. even turn up to support his fucking triumphant return of his friend who beat cancer. That's how no, but, shit but, but, but now, But now he can he can lead the triumphant return in, in the cheer squad in the crowd. Oh, good. He could be like Jake King returning to the Richmond cheer squad. <laughs> Baby skull and beers just like Jake King did. Yeah, sco- scoffing down pie, skull and beers. Fuck the light and easy. If this week wasn't round one and it was like a prelim or a grand final, would this still be the case? No, of course. Of course not, of course not, because he didn't get done to drink driving a week before the finals. And Hawthorne, you know, clearly morally bankrupt club, will only meter out punishment to their own when the stakes are basically non-existent. Isn't this a club that likes to say it's the family club? They do. No, no, guys. It's this family, not anyone else's. Put at risk. No, guys, (laughs) when the drink driving thing happened, we did suspend him for two weeks. You guys are all forgetting that. The fact that he was already suspended for two weeks for trying to murder Wingard is irrelevant. We suspended him for two weeks, so technically it's it's twice as bad. You didn't even suspend him. You just said no. You didn't suspend him. No, we said he will not be considered for selection <laughs> until the first final, which was two games. No. No. See, Fucking weaseling proper, it out. proper clubs with a moral compass and a backbone like mine will suspend their players when they've done the wrong thing, no matter what day of the week it is, no matter what week of the year it is. We'll have our players miss finals if they've done the wrong thing because there are bigger things in life than we- that. And that's why you've won what? two premierships in like 60 years. So you're happy being the scumbag club? Look, there's only only one scum in the AFL, and it's the club that Morg supports, so... It's not my club. But no, Penal, you're basically saying an extension of your logic is whatever it takes. You're saying that Collingwood's only won two that. in 60 years, and yet that's I, why they haven't, because I, they don't I, do this thing. You're saying whatever it takes. That's what you're saying. I didn't saying. say that. I said yes, you that are. Our, our, strong cul- our strong culture is the reason why we've won as many as we have. You were on drugs. James Hurt was right. <laughs> you know what? Let's move on. Oh, Great culture, Hawthorne. Thanks for the strong enforcement of culture and suspension. Good move. The best part about Collingwood's off-season has arrived this week. What is it with the dogs and frisbee excuses? Like, do they really expect us to buy this one again? Well, you take this over what the NRL guys are doing to their dogs. Just because well, he's not jacking it off. Yeah. Mean <laughs> That's setting the bar real high. It's like the person in the PR department at Collingwood is the laziest fucker. Uh, what, what, what are we due for? Oh, um, Maybe they're just frisbee some, worked last year. Mega- 
Oh. They're just sitting there going, what can we say now? <laughs> this would be funny. <laughs> let's see how many times we can oh, say oh, it. And he have got it on his 21st birthday. No, let's blame the dog. <laughs> God, so dumb. Just so, so, so dumb. So, so you're saying Dagoey got Dagoey at his 21st? Mm. Maybe Dagoey got on Dagoey at his 21st mm. and got in a bit of a fight and punched somebody. And that's why he has to have an operation on his knuckle. <laughs> Mitch Robinson style. Um, mm. What a dumbass. Dumb fuck. It's before round one. Why the fuck would you even see you stupid shit? Shit. Getting into a punch on his name for a footballer is, you know, bad enough anyway, because you're going to get yourself into shit. But actually, you know, not being able to punch properly so that you actually break your fucking hand or your knuckles or whatever, you know, he's he's not Luke Hodge. He can't do that and not get punished. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of punishment, how long has Collingwood suspended him for? Uh, the three weeks that he's injured. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, the, the three uh, weeks he's injured, that he's not being considered for selection. I, penal. I think this is a shocking uh, example. This sets a poor example to... I can't even give a fucking straight face, damn it. Sets a shocking example to young players coming through and da-da-da-da-da. Disgrace. I'll talk about that's phoning it in. Scum. Speaking Scum. of phoning it in, although maybe this wasn't phoned in as much as just complete idiocy, Mick Moldhouse is top 25. Oh. <laughs> oh, someone is better. Oh, no I Buckley, swear. no Ablets. James Clement, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Guy McKenna. Guy McKenna. Guy fucking McKenna. Like, I liked Guy McKenna. Great guy and all that. But fucking hell. Guy <laughs> McKenna over the ablets. Are you serious? <laughs> Look, my favourite thing about this was, like, I love a good title, but that Bay 13 thread title of Harold Sun confirmed Mick Morehouse has dementia. Just, <laughs> that really made that whole thread for me. It's got a bit of, it's got a bit of teacher's top 50 shades about it. <laughs> Teachers top. We found a worse countdown or worse compilation yeah. than Teachers Top Fifty. If Mick Moldhouse had to do a countdown of that, he would have started at like thirteen <laughs> and then gone thirteen, fourteen, twelve, nine, six, and just fucking scattered them everywhere. Oh, what a dick! Was James Hurd in it? No, no James Hurd either. No James Hurd either. Was, was but he wasn't. The, he wasn't the only one. He wasn't the only one to conspicuously leave Hurd off his list. I like. I I'm all for like burning down James Hurd's house and shit. But like, he was a good footballer. Well, I think. James I think. Twenty two as well. At least he didn't put Pendles in anymore. Yeah, at least it's that. <laughs> it was laughably bad. It really was. Doug Hawkins at eight. Oh, Glenn Jakovic at four or three, was it? Three? Three. three. Just behind Carey. <laughs> I get the feeling based on that they're not going to ask him to do this again. I think they will. <laughs> oh, it's the only reason people like, talk about it. This has become it's like, like, it's like the Heridian, Heridian documentary. It's it's people tune in to watch the train wreck. Imagine how many clicks this has brought them. Yeah, true. Actually, it's probably this is the road power rankings of the top 25 <laughs> everybody just looks at the others and goes yeah yeah disagree agree whatever you know Essendon supporters go oh David King didn't pick Hurt or whoever it was or someone says why has John Anderson picked all Geelong players you know and then you might get a few of those but 90% of people are going what the fuck's up with McMoldhouse's rankings you know I made one of those like top 25 lists I left off of Lee Matthews <laughs> well he was just a fat sniper surprisingly no mouths from Corvies very disappointed there did, did you tag Hodgepodge <laughs> He, no. he, he's preoccupied with poking and shit these it. days. Preoccupied trying to fuck his therapist still. <laughs> but no, like, Malthouse is top 25. He, he's serious, isn't he? And he's spiteful. It's not the ditherings of an old man losing his mind sort of thing, is it? He's lost his Roby's beans. Guys, now. Well, when the, the, the that Gold Coast game and all those beans were lost, <laughs> it, I kind of thought that Roby was kind of losing.
using it, so maybe it's just that all over again. Was Dale Thomas in the 25? <laughs> no, he was in his top 25 fake children. It was just him. No, I think I think Thomas was shattered that James Clement got the token. I love you, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry I couldn't put you in, even though Guy yeah, McKenna got, got in. Yeah, you, you were 26. Yeah, he got the yeah he got the you were 26 position, which I, uh, Daisy probably would have been counting on, but not wasn't to be. Honestly, we wouldn't be talking about the top 25 if Malthouse didn't go full fucking retard on it. So the only current player that's in his list is Buddy. Sam Mitchell was, wasn't he? I thought oh, yeah, he picked Sam, Sam Mitchell. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Guy McKenna ahead of anybody. <laughs> sorry, Peter Matera? There were some explanations about like how oh, some, some were in there because they weren't team orientated enough. It's all butthurt. He doesn't have anything against Buckley. It's just when he was with West Coast, he never feared him. Yeah, but bull- when you were at Collingwood, he carried your team to two grand finals, dickhead. Bullshit. He was talking about team orientated players. I found an article from 2009, I think it was. You know, before the succession plan had pissed him off, where he said Buckley was the most team orientated player. Like, he's picking his best 18 ever of players he'd coached, and Buckley was the captain, and Guy McKenna wasn't, because he was so team orientated. And it's just like, you butthurt old. Rewriting history. Yeah. Like, as soon as you see that in there, you don't win that argument, you bitter old flog. He needs to let go of his hatred. Like, who were your top 25 presidents of the AFL era? Maguire's probably not the. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, he just got pushed out by Tony Cochran. <laughs> Look, I think, I think Mick is just that desperate for relevance, so I think that's actually something he would do, and he'd just leave Eddie out on purpose to just get people talking. Hey guys, I'm still here, please talk about me, please love me. Please give me a job. Old Malthouse, he ain't what he used to be, ain't what he used to be, ain't what he used to be. Silly old cooties. It's funny, really. He's so obviously butthurt. Yeah, and maybe he doesn't care, but everybody else is looking at him and going, that's pathetic, and if they're laughing, they're laughing at him and everybody. He's the the jealous ex-girlfriend. Let it go, mate. Let it go. Let it go. Moving on, and her got a mention. He came out with the tell-all interview. Now, we basically ignored her last time around because, yeah, it was a serious thing. But does James Heard need to do a tell-all interview? No. No. No, but it's all it's all about the thing. It, it feels so obviously like a rebranding attempt. It's too late for all that. I don't think he needs to... He doesn't need to explain himself for this. He doesn't need to apologise. No. He's not answerable to anybody in, anymore in public eye or anywhere. So he doesn't need to come out and explain anything. He doesn't owe anyone anything anymore. It's too apologize for the previous stuff and there's no need to share this. The only reason he's bringing this up is because he's trying to worm his way back, I reckon. Yeah, because he yeah, exactly right. He's he trying to, to rebrand into a commentary position or something. Yep. Like you know, that. when the whole thing happened, no one was saying, geez, I wonder what's the deal with Herd. I want to hear more from Herd. Everyone's like, no, all right, no, leave, no, give no, him no. his space, leave him alone. It was accepted. Wasn't he's not he offered doing... an SEN job? Supposedly he's offered an SEN job and the, the conspiracy theory from the flat earthers of the world was that the AFL leaned on SEN and told him no. Whereas SEN's version of events was they felt that Lion and Herd together was a bit too toxic in the end. Lion and anyone together would be a bit too toxic at this point. Yeah, but like no one really was asking. Everyone was like, all right, leave him alone. You know, he's had he's clearly not doing well, blah, blah, blah. But then he comes out and s- speaks with all the cliches. After like the first couple of days when the story broke, nobody hassled. Nobody wanted to know what happened. Nobody cared. Like it was all like, okay, this has happened. It's a private thing. And everyone treated it. Literally, even VJ Knight and Bob. Bosk stopped after a couple of days. But if BJ is willing to drop something, then fucking we don't care anymore. But yeah, in the words of uh, one of the greatest poets of our generation, uh, Timberland, <laughs> uh, it, it's too late to apologise. A, 
Hey, hey. I think you'll find that was actually Ryan Taylor to sing that bit, but whatever. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but he wrote the song, right? Didn't he? Right. Right. No, I think that right, is it One Republic guy would have wrote it. Tim Blake's shit truck. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't melt over Tim Blake? It's embarrassing. <laughs> yes, they can hear you. Mumbles. You got, you got Neil Craig there. Just one other thing briefly before we move on to the questions. How's the picture of Plugger Locket? Oh, he looks f- hundred and weird. He, look, he looks when hungry. When people lose that much weight, they look awful. I know. It's like because of the excess skin, isn't it? Yeah, they they just age so badly. He looked sick. I didn't even want to make a joke about it. It looked, looked like it was fat. a bad camera angle that made him look worse than he was. Oh, oh yeah, there was God. another photo where he didn't look so bad, but Jesus, when pe- when fat people get skinny, they look real ugly. Yeah, so the the other photo just had excess skin, but he looked healthy in it, so yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong there. But yeah, he apparently wants to do the Dakar rally on a bike. Why? Like, that's his goal. I don't know, but good He's luck a- to him, because that's some fucking insane shit. People die during that. Look, they have died doing that, because of, like, the heat and the fucking crazy sand dunes and shit. Still good on him getting fit and all that. Still would rather having the whole plan a locket, not half of one. There's yeah. only half a tiny locket. Okay, question time. First one from Bestie. Penal, you can answer <laughs> this. Why doesn't Tazhawk15 call the cat straight setters anymore? Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's no reason not to. Like, I mean, they're still straight setters. I mean, cause, just as we did. So, so what's, okay, so why, why, why do you think he stopped? I, I, th- I think he stopped because... Let's face it, I mean, he's not exactly the sharpest tool in the shed, and, and I don't think he can handle the, the heat of the trolling on Bigfooty. He's like, you know, the Australian cricket team, whereas I'm like, uh, I'm Virat Kohli, you know, I can I can dish it out, but I can take it as well. So I'm happy to call Geelong straight setters, and yes, I know we went out in the same fashion last year as well, but we did so in one of the greatest sporting stories in, in oh, all time. Fuck, man. So I'm happy that we can play oh, our like, it just adds another dimension to that shitty shit fight that you've both straight setted then. It's almost admirable that Tazhawk has stopped calling them that because it's it's one less bullet for them to shoot at each other. Anybody else want to have another go, a go at that question? It's Done I think Plugger got Don't, it best. The straight yeah. file got deleted after the Hawk straight setted last year, which is roundabout what Penal was saying. Smeged wants to know if you could swap two coaches in the league with each other, not counting the club you support, who and why. Yeah, this one's easy. It's uh, Brad Scott and Damien Hardwick, so that everyone will finally believe me when I say that uh, Hardwick's a genius coach and he just overachieved with Richmond. Brad Scott shit, and uh, I can go once uh, once Hardwick takes North to finals, I can say. Hashtag Peter was right. Just have these hashtags. You know what? I would take that just so you could be wrong. That's what Brad Scott and Chris Scott just to see if Sue's noticed. <laughs> just to see if anybody noticed, really. Like, I reckon the North and Geelong boards would still be raging just the same. I reckon they'd all still hate them. <laughs> Can I tell the difference? I reckon if you put Chris Scott at North, he'd be just as mad. Let's take Hardwick out of Richmond. Swap him with Ross Lyon. Yeah, no. I would swap, and this only ha- this only works for the one way. I would swap Clarko with Ken Hinckley. Because, you know, Clarko endured the Kennett era, but only just. And Koshy is so much worse. I just want to see if Clarko were to snap and full-on punch Koshy. Like, I think it would be possible if that he was if he had Koshy as his president. But Luke Hodge would not like that deal. Imagine the running of 
have to do under Hinkley. <laughs> oh, okay. You, you've just that. You've just added another dimension. I love it. Yeah. See, it works both ways now. Thank you, Cookie. I'd, I'd like Lyon and Alan Richardson because I'd like to see what would happen to the Tigers' threat of how's Ross Lyon working for you now. I'd like to see our Ross Lyon at Collingwood just to see whether he'd tolerate Collingwood's one-way running midfield. Oh, poor Chris Main. He just escaped. Yeah, I mean Nick Dasanto was definitely a two-way runner when he was at St Kilda under Lyon. Then I'd swap Damien Hardwick with Emilio Estevez from the Mighty Ducks, Coach Fonte. <laughs> and Collingwood, Nathan Buckley can be replaced by the, the guy in the wheelchair from uh, Dodgeball. If you, can, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Patches O'Hulhan. <laughs> Patches mm, O'Hulhan, that's it. If you can dodge a dog, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> Ilksy's question, what's the best on-field troll by a player of all time? And a couple of starter candidates, Maxwell doing the shoulder clutch with Coley, Sam Mitchell jabbing against Essen. Do we have any others? Um, I've got a decent one from soccer. There's been some great um, Twitter account trolls over the years. Just trying to think of the best one. A West Brom trolled Piers Morgan. Oh, yeah. I remember, Cookie, the... Uh, the, the Chelsea Football uh, Club official Twitter account trolling Man U this week, saying Manchester United have been on a great undefeated run. When they started this run, they were sixth, and now they're still sixth. I don't know. It, it, it's better when you saw it from the Twitter account itself because it's the official club doing it, but just great troll. And then we obviously sm- smacked you in the FA Cup, so can back it up funniest, as well. That was the funniest thing from Chelsea since John Terry slipping on his ass. I'm going to go with an NFL one. It's not quite players on field, but I've mentioned it on here before, but it's the, the RG3 trade, which you've probably heard about, <laughs> oh, yes. where Washington yeah. traded, I think, three years worth of first-round picks and a whole bunch of other ridiculous ones just to get pick number two to draft a quarterback who'd busted in the end. And after the final draft pick had come in, they traded with the St. Louis, now LA Rams. After the final draft pick had come in about three years later when they played the Rams and they tossed the coin, the Rams sent all the players who they drafted with the picks they got sent, all six of them, to, t- to toss the coin, which I like that. That's some high-quality trolling. That's probably my favourite. Apart from Sam Mitchell, I do like the Sam Mitchell one. That has to be a decent one from basketball. Warriors blew a 3-1 lead. <laughs> Luke, there's probably plenty. It's just there's none coming to mind at the moment. None of the Twitter ones came to mind, Penal? See, all the good ones I know are just, again, people trolling Piers Morgan, but that's easy. Well, yeah, he melts. Like, he, he, he's a serial Twitter melter. Yeah, I mean, but everyone at Arsenal melts. I know it's not really sports, but the, the I can't go with without mentioning the Bouchard date in the, mm. uh, in the Super Bowl. So I guess more of a backfire. That's a quality win, though. I mean, I've got a question. Yeah? Was it appropriate for Ben Stratton to DJ her revolver six days out from the home and away season? <laughs> He's a smooth criminal. <laughs> I mean, was it appropriate? Probably not, but it's Ben Stratton. So now we know why Hodgie didn't get up. He was probably there till close. Well, <laughs> to close at Revolver, no such thing. He was probably at Revolver upstairs listening to Ben Stratton DJ. No, it's. I think it's been well documented. He uh, he plays all the music in the uh, in the. Is he responsible for horses? He, no, that's uh, that's that's Guerra's shtick. But he does the pre-game DJing in the rooms on his little uh, Bluetooth speakers. Is that what he uses it for? It's much the same playlist, most likely. All those um, hip hippity hop. Hippity hop. <laughs> <laughs> hippin and hopping and hopping and hopping. I don't know. Is that is that what people listen to these days? <laughs> I, I... I think it's more the the rap music. Who's your favourite rapper? <laughs> No one's going to say Stephen Miller. <laughs> oh, I was going to say um, Rolf. He had some great music, but I'm, I'm not sure if he was, he qualifies as a rapper. The Hey Dad guy. I've heard him doing some rapping. Oh, the Night Terrors, Mr. Kelly. 
No, yeah, see, that's got to be one of the most redundant roles in the team. It, you know, everyone talks about, you know, who who was the best clubman, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, but Ben Stratton played some mean tunes on the, on the, iPhone, on the iPhone speaker. You had the best Spotify playlist that's high up there. It's like best and fairest, that. Hawthorne are the sort of club to release a Ben Stratton compilation disc for their fans to snap up. We are the family club, after all. Yeah, just slow down a little bit. Though. That's why the, the music uh, is so appropriate for young children as well. <laughs> Play tub thumping for Hodgie. That's his tune. <laughs> Let's move on to this month on the bay. Or this last few weeks on the bay. Whatever you want to call it. Thread of the... This period of time. What do we got? I'm in Hawthorne Fog support drink driving because good bloke Hodgie does it. Ice must be alright too. That's... Been on, that, that, that's all. There's got to be a statute of limitation on these No, things. no, no, no. Any thread can be thread of the week. It doesn't have to be started. If it gets a revival. No. Like, we, how many times have we given it to the Ross Lyon thread? The Malthouse one was better. Malthouse Dementia? The Malthouse Dementia thread. Malthouse Dementia. I want to nominate Spud Coach, which wasn't up last time. Just taken off, hasn't it, Spud Coach? Yeah, Jasney, well done. You've started a thing. I like Jose's thread, how shit are Carlton. I like the thread Morgan Ashley, you virgin employee. <laughs> Not fuck me around like last time tomorrow. <laughs> No support for that one. The Western Bulldog's success is built on a lie. Trigger warning. Ah, uh, well, that could have been the flog of the month, but... It had potential, that's great. Yeah, okay, so we want to give it to the Malthouse one, or... Malthouse one. Or Spud Coach. Malthouse, there's still time to be Spud Coach. No, it's got to be Spud Coach. No, it's got to be Spud Coach. Of course you think that. <laughs> no reach-arounds, Peter. Dibbles likes this. <laughs> No, not when you do reach arounds. I'll go for the Malthouse Redder. I think Malthouse wins in. Fog of the month, what have we got? Anyone uh, who's a flat earther. Oh, well, we did them last month. Come on, we must have. Uh, oh, the, um, the WA, fluoride-free WA party for winning two seats in the, uh, in the state senate in our recent election. Wait, because wait, they, they brought out thing. the big gun celebrity endorsements in the form of uh, Pete Evans. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, can we give it, can we give it to win. Pete Evans? Yeah. Pete Evans, it is. Any honourable mentions? Pete Evans and the Fluoride Party. Are you fucking kidding? I've not heard that. How'd that get missed? I guess no one over here cares about WA enough, but that's seriously the Fluoride-Free <laughs> Party led by Pete Evans? That's fucking... That's some serious troll, Marley. That should be euthanized. He's fucking retarded. He's great TV, though. I'd rather have Mick Malthouse provide me pearls of wisdom than fucking <laughs> Pete Evans. Because at least you'd laugh at Malthouse. Pete Evans is not funny. He's just ridiculous. Yeah. Any dishonourable mentions? whilst we're here. Look, the boys has to get another one. No, he doesn't. Chris Hemsworth. I ain't mind that ad. I liked that ad. I thought it was funny. Yeah. And I hate the dogs. And it was funny. Thor's still one of the shittest Avengers. Iron Man or fuck off. Iron Man's not a <laughs> Taking your comic book movies a little too seriously, I think. <laughs> I'm going to go with dishonorable mention for Dibbles just because he still hasn't gotten any better at making threads. Plugger was supposed to come on. I called him out and he's a no-show so you can have my mention. Plugger, come on. Do it for the greater good. Can we give Chappie a bit of a whack? Yes. Why? No, I feel like his posting's been you're too in a great, You're in agreement of wanting to whack him, but you don't know why. <laughs> I just think his posting's been a bit silly. Like, he needs to, you know, stop being a bit Hawthorne obsessed. So you're referring to the refreshing shitfight thread, which Bosk went and copied. That's, I like that... the thread, but it is deteriorated. Nah, that's just typical straight setter behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> which side are you talking 
talking about? Both. Morgs, it applies to both of them uh, now. It's, it's oh, the, so the, it's, uh, there's, there's the, the original straight setters. They were the first team this decade to straight set, so they're the original. And there's the fake copying straight setters, the ones who couldn't be left out and had to copy. Yeah, there's nothing that, they, no, nothing you won't stoop to just to be with them. Yeah, I'm just going to give everyone that shit fight a whack. They all can be flogs of the week. No, 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 no. Stand by your original thing. Don't be fucking soft. Come on, Chappie. You're better than trolling Hawthorne all the time. Best of Chappie we know and love. Last poll, least likely to be sacked. 0% said Hinkley. 5.3% said Brad Scott. 10.5% said both Buckley and Chris Scott. 21.1% said Hardwick. And 52.6% said Jack Watts. And now we move to the tips. Bosk's favourite part of the show. Bosk loves tips. Oh. oh, I'm just going to give a bit of a, a shout out to Bosk and to Grey Day who got their vintage thread badges and whacked off over it. <laughs> a new little boy band. I got a vintage base thread. You got one too, didn't you, Dan? Did I? You did. I don't think it's there anymore. Oh, did Chief take it away after you asked? Someone did. Dan didn't want his vintage Bay thread <laughs> badge because he got it for the 7-Eleven thread. Dan just wants his gold podcaster badge. That's the one. <laughs> I want the gold podcast badge. When's that coming in? Well, you didn't like the last badge I got you. It was a stupid fucking chicken wing. I mean, no one wants that. You you made a vintage bay thread. (laughs) No, I didn't. Yes, you did. The Christmas tree ones are better than that. Christmas tree's not better than that. No, that was that yes, was a great is. that was a great thread. We still don't know who the strawberry big M ranger was, but that's the fucking problem that irritates me. <laughs> <laughs> guys in hiding, he probably still posts on Big Footy, and he just if yeah. only we knew his origin story. <laughs> yeah, yeah why is that for a North, no, North joke? Well. Let's move on to the tips. Carlton versus Richmond. Richmond are going to lose, but they still have a very very good coach in Damien Hardwick. <laughs> he he. Will tell the press conference that you know, they got the KPIs and that, and that Carlton are a quality side and they, they just got to fix some things on the track and they'll be right to go. Uh, see, I think Richmond will win and then extend his contract for another two years on the back of that, yeah. uh, so that great so win that against a quality side. We will win that and none of that good. shit's going to fucking happen. But if we lose, we're closer to sacking him, so I'm very conflicted. No, he's not going anywhere, he's safe. No, he gone. Richmond will win. Are, are you now actively barracking for your team to lose? No, not, like I guess all the Arsenal fans are right now. Not actively. I think it'll take care of itself. I think Richmond will win, and I want to see the Richmond version of the Blood Fam guy going from what Penal says. <laughs> the what? Oh, On no. Arsenal fan TV. There's like where all the Arsenal fan mouths. There's a guy who says Blood and Fam after every, and every sentence. It's like he's got to go Blood. What the fuck, fam? He's fucking shit, fam. Blood. It's just have a shot for every Blood and Fam. You'll be gone. Who's the uh, big footy equivalent of Ty from Arsenal fan TV? So would that be, uh, I guess. Uh, Smasher? Yes. Oh, is that what we're... Uh, grand final. We would beat Carlton in their grand final. We look forward to playing Collingwood next week in their grand final. Speaking of Collingwood, Collingwood dogs. Hey, we didn't hear from Morgs right now. Yeah, That's the best domestic, domestic violence by Starburns. <laughs> Keep both of them down. How am I meant to put my tips in if I don't hear from Morgs, Starburns? I picked Richmond. She already tipped Richmond, so you subconsciously knew it. At NL? You know, what? Richmond, Carlton. Oh, I might tip. Apparently. You don't have to well, tip. But boss, boss will get upset if you don't. Oh, yeah, if you don't tip, it'll, it'll come across as Morgan is muzzling you in some way, <laughs> so you better tip. It'd be so funny if Carlton won, but it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Yeah. So that's Richmond. Well, that's what I see. Okay. Bye. Your eyes look very pretty. But, but, thanks for that insight. <laughs> that went off without anybody hitting anyone. Collingwood versus Bath. Andy 
got a compliment. Yay. Yeah, if we could have bruise free tipping, that would be great. <laughs> Collingwood versus the bathwater. I think Collingwood's going to win this game. No to go in, no Collingwood bathwater. Oh, shut up. Collingwood. I guess, I guess now all 22 of their players can get hurt by dogs this time. <laughs> but, 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 I do, but I do actually reckon Collingwood will win because uh, they always start seasons well and dogs can have a bit of a premiership hangover going. Yeah, we always start seasons well, like how last season we got beaten by 80 points. I mean, I mean, just generally the trend, because you're always like in finals contention and then you fall out. Like, yeah. Season. Hey, maybe your most senior player and high-profile midfielder will get injured for the year during this match more. Oh, you can only hope. Dogs, just. St Kilda versus Melbourne, which, considering all the pre-season hype, is a huge game early on. I think I tipped St Kilda to win the spoon, so I can't tip them at all. This year. You also tipped them to win the flag, didn't you? also tipped them as a riser. The riser, yeah. I did too. So how can I? So how do I do tip this? Tip the draw, Dan. That's basically what you tip did last time. Draw. So every St Kilda game, I'm just going to tip a draw. And that way they'll finish <laughs> damn mid table. Okay, that seems fair. Okay, I'm tipping a draw. You're so retarded. <laughs> St Kilda, it's at Eddie Had. Melbourne can't beat them there. Melbourne can't win there. Oh no, uh, God! It's it's their kryptonite. They can't cannot play there. And their fans hate that stadium. Oh, it's too late. You've already tipped a draw. Uh, St Kilda. Yeah, they should be more like Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> I love that all this time I'm listed referencing jokes four, from four years oh, ago. St Kilda. Does anybody give Port a chance against the Colas? No. no. Not, not over there. It's at Nikoshi's the going to be triggered that the team's wearing reds. Let's worry about that first. Fuck. <laughs> Sydney oh. got to dick them. How dare Sydney wear their normal jumper? <laughs> At their home. For, their, for their own home game. Sydney are going to love them tenderly and fuck them up now. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why are you no. A no, I said no. no I agree. <laughs> that was creepy as yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and now remember how you said Port was shit four years ago and no one cared, but you were right. And I was right. Yeah. I didn't say they were shit. I said they're not very good. Oh no, no. You should, you should fucking claim this. Yeah, you, should. you should. You were right. No, no, no. You'd be, uh, be given not... a, you'd be given an opening. Just claim it. So yes, yeah, so right everyone else was wrong. But and, I'm not... and suck shit, Mardo. You can have a yeah. hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> and I was right. <laughs> and I was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that one's not going away. If you, when, you, when you say it like that, it kind of makes you sound like Timberland. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, zero contested marks for Charlie Dixon. He's going to get shut down by the Athletic Alirali. Oh, very good. Uh, Sydney, in case I didn't tip. Speaking of preseason hype before, no one's had more preseason hype about themselves from a certain supporter base that really lacks perspective and, you know, realistic expectations or realism at all about their club than Essendon. They're marching (laughs) to the ground. All the players are back. That bottom four list has been reassembled. Does anybody give Essendon a chance or is this going to end in tears? No amount of... Well, it's going to end in goof for me. Oh, yeah, actually, probably... Yeah, it ends in goof for me, too, actually. Yeah, I'm going to enjoy watching this um, preseason hype bubble burst. I want to see what the banner is for Hawthorne. It has to be the... You cheated, we repeated. It just has to be. That'd be that. It's going to be be nice and diplomatic and... Yeah, they need to be playing the dogs. Yeah. It's okay, you cheated. That's what everyone does. (laughs) You're not playing St. Kilda. (laughs) 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 Of course they would. They'd put them on their banner and be like, the bravest and brave. 
let's have an interview with James Hurd and his we're, dad on the ground. We're, we're so sorry you lost your Brownlow, Joe. Oh, always the Brownlow medalist in our hearts, Joe. Not in my one. He can go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, so no one picked Essendon. Oh, we'll no. easily. Yeah, Hawthorne. First of the games that don't matter for the season, Gold Coast, Brisbane. Nah, I give a fuck. Gold Coast? Uh, Gold yeah. Coast. Just run all over them. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Who fucking cares? Yeah, Gold Coast. Unless it's a Brisbane women's team. Yeah, oh, yeah, that might, that might be a competitive, but they'll have to back up unless they swap the teams. Does anyone else think that Tom Rockliffe would be the type to pull hair in a fight? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, he wouldn't get a game in the women's team. And let, let's face it, he uh, he he would be. He wouldn't look very good in uh, in a pool of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's face it, he is a three himself. <laughs> That's generous. North versus West Coast at Etihad. Petri Cup. Petri Dish. Petri Dish. Is Petri playing, do we think? Uh, I think it's pretty much... Con- yeah, he's... He is? Uh, so he's ahead of Vardy? That was the question I was asking. Well, they haven't got life set. They haven't got Natanui. Yeah, I, I think uh, he's they have confirmed starter by, as as, as uh, discussed by Simpson. He said he will make his club debut. Might actually do it right, too. We'll see. So this week we've got, what, the uh, the Petri Cup, the uh, the Cloak Cup and the Menegola Cup. Dish, not the Petri Cup. The Menegola Cup. cup. <laughs> I think West Coast. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it'll be another North Choke and then we can get another spike in Bigfooty memberships. <laughs> yeah, we, we need more posters like you, Penal, to come on Bigfooty. Who, who knows what other interesting souls we can meet, <laughs> considering all, all of us have been brought together by North Chokes. I'm going to go for North. Go North, but just. North in an anti-choke. West Coast have Sam they can't lose. Yeah, but North had a pretty decent preseason. Uh, of course, you're reading into preseason form, Cookie. Ja- ja- <laughs> What's the only thing I got so far? Oh. What are you talking about, Morgs? Jack Darling plays well as long as it's not a final. Oh, and North not everyone's grand final. No, that's us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 you must be so sore with that big chip on top. What did he say? Oh, bullshit. <laughs> Crowbots versus the Giant. Probably the first really good game of the season, I think. Yeah, this is the first game, I think, all around that we'll look at these teams and say this is going to be a finals preview. I think if Adelaide, if Adelaide want to win a flag, they need to win every game they have at home because I don't think they're good enough to finish top four if they don't win every game in Adelaide Oval. But GWS, I'm thinking going to steamroll them. Does everyone remember Essendon's 2000 season where they nearly won every game? Yeah, and yeah. they only got done by the flood. I think we're going to have a similar season from GWS except they'll lose in the grand final. <laughs> so it's Geelong <laughs> Every... you're talking about. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll win every game but the grand final. Who's going to beat them, Dan? Joel. The Kilda. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm down for that. That way he's got him tipped for everything. <laughs> Redefining edging. I am going to tip the Giants. Look, Adelaide's midfield just, they can't go with them. No, Corey Cro- can't Cro- carry it own. Crows will win. <laughs> Jeremy Cameron to go goalless in a game against a top side yet again. <laughs> I don't think Adelaide are a top side. No, I'm not convinced by the midfield. I'm like, I think they're no. thereabouts. If they got Bryce Gibbs, that might put them up there. But it's just no no depth there. Josh Jenkins no. to get no Joe the Gooses. So no goals then. Bullshit. No, no, no. He oh, can I'm get probably... no Joe the Gooses. It just means he doesn't kick a goal more. doesn't score. Yeah, I just mm. think it's bullshit. I reckon he'll get three of them. And I reckon GWS will win. Who hasn't gone? NL said yep to something. I don't like it. No, of course you're not t- picking GWS. <laughs> well, they're not 
I don't think they're quite as good as people think. <laughs> but they're not going to win every game. But you've, okay. you've still got the plastic blinkers on. The no, plastic oh, franchise no, so you no, can't tip no. them. No, no, no. no. no I'm, I'm actually taking that out of it. I'm, ah. thinking of, I'm thinking of them as an actual club for one second. They're not going to win every game. They're not going to be some super team now this year. Yeah, well, yeah they are going to win every game except the grand final. Have you not been? No, I'm, 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 I'm with NL on this one. I don't rate them at all. I think they're going to finish ninth. <laughs> That's still up off. Final game, the Menegola Cup. <laughs> Your prediction of like Geelong finishing bottom six, Fifey? Oh, yeah, of course. 100% correct. Frio to dick them. No, 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 no. They'll still beat Frio. They'll lose to other teams, <laughs> but they'll still beat Frio. But Dangerfield will rule himself out of Brownlow contention, punching Hayden Ballantyne. I pick Geelong, and Sam Menegola will win the Sam Menegola medal. <laughs> I, reckon, uh, I reckon Frio will, will get, this, get this one. I mean, Geelong are they crap. <laughs> Fucking happened again. Did I miss anything there? Who did we lose? Fifey again. Yeah. Anybody not tipped? I missed a few this. I got penals. I got morgues. Well, you only get one tip for me, so if you missed it, you bad luck. <laughs> well, that means that me- Well, you know it's going to come up as though I didn't ask you, Dan. So there you go. Oh, how's that any different to any other? You're <laughs> such a fuck. Child. Tips from Dan will not be counted. <laughs> but now we got to deal with fucking posts from Bosk about how stubborn's bullies Dan. <laughs> Why won't they let Dan tip? No one cared when I wasn't allowed to tip. Well, we made it the title. I was allowed to tip today. I must have been good. Why wouldn't you be allowed to tip? Because you didn't let me tip one time. <laughs> oh, because you changed. Because <laughs> I changed my mind. You didn't change. It's because Bosk didn't tip Hawthorne, and uh, Hawthorne lights didn't allow that. Guys, we, we don't want Bosk to get upset. We've been we've been doing alright. So far, I gave him a compliment. I said his eyes looked really pretty. Yeah, Northern Lights, you've got you, you've got pretty eyes. <laughs> they're beautiful. They're green. Sorry, creepy. You, creepy north. No, yeah, when when Dan says it, just sounds creepy. Creepy North. <laughs> creepy North supporters like Dan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kangaroos two thousand and three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've given us nothing but one word. Yeah. I'm not even supposed to be here. <laughs> I feel like Dante from Clerks. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Anyway, Cookie, did you want to do your tip because I missed yours? Oh, fuck it, I'll go for you. And oh, did you want to do <laughs> Or are you going to join Dan in North Solidarity of not tipping? <laughs> Looks like the Northies are sticking together. This was the vlogcast for round one, Starburns. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, Starburns joined by Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Morgs and NL. See ya. See ya. Cookie. See ya. And Penal. Speaking of uh, changes to the show format to accommodate Bosk, I do believe he raised the idea of renaming this to An Hour with Brain Power. So if we, can, if we could get on that... Then that would be great, thank you. Now with brain power, I don't, I don't know, but it sounds, sounds really forty-eight percent for mine. Sounds like paying by the hour. Extra cost, extra damn. How much would that cost? <laughs> About seven and a half thousand. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> wanted to get one in tonight. There we go. Of course, you wanted to get one in. <laughs> <laughs> Want to get one in every night? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.